So Aaron's going to come and speak to us today, which I'm incredibly excited about. I think, Aaron, is it your first time speaking at Hope on a Sunday? Yeah, first time Aaron's done a talk on a Sunday. <clears throat> Sorry, I've lost my voice slightly. <laughs> Never mind. But um, before Aaron speaks, I'm just going to read the passage from James. So if you've got a Bible at home, it'd be really great if you opened that with us. So as Aaron speaks and gives you different points, that you can really follow it in the scriptures. You can see what he's referencing, because uh, I know that he's going to reference specific verses as he shares. And the way me and Aaron are going to do it is it's going to be a bit like a conversation. He's, he's going to, uh, he's got some points to share. I've got some questions to ask him off the, off the back of what he shares. And I may just um, get us to pause and, and draw our attention as a church to specific things that Aaron says, because I think there might be some real keys for us uh, in this. So let me read the passage. It's James chapter 2, verse 14 to 26. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Uh, but James 2, chapter, uh, so yeah, James 2, verse 14 to 26. If, if you're looking for James, it's about there in your Bible in the New Testament. All right, so nearly all the way. Um, yeah, if you get stuck, look at the contents. Here we go, James 2, 14. <clears throat> what good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith but don't show it by your actions? Can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing and you say goodbye and have a good day. Ah, water. Thank you. Thank you, Hannah Lehman. I'll pause the reading there. Right. Um, Sorry, verse 15. Suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing and you say goodbye and have a good day. Stay warm and eat well. But then you don't give that person any food or clothing. What good does that do? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. Now someone may argue, some people have faith, others have good deeds. But I say, how can you show me your faith if I don't have good deeds? If you don't have good deeds, I will show you my faith by my good deeds. If you say you have faith, for you believe that there is one good God, good for you. Even the demons believe this. And they tremble in terror. How foolish. Can't you see that faith without good deeds is useless? Don't you remember that our ancestor Abraham was shown to be right with God by his actions when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see his faith and his actions worked together. His actions made his faith complete. And so it happened just as the scriptures say, Abraham believed in God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. He was even called the friend of God. So you see, we are shown to be right with God, not by what we do, sorry, by what we do, not by faith alone. Rahab the prostitute is another example. She was shown to be right with God by her actions when she hit those messengers and sent them safely away by a different road. Just as a body is dead without breath, so also is faith dead without good works. Aaron, do you want to come in? Take the spot and I'll stand to one side. So let's welcome Aaron. You can't give him a round of applause, but just say a quick hello to him on the comments. Hello, everyone. Right, Aaron. <clears throat> I hope I don't lose my voice halfway through, so I can't ask you questions. Let me get this up. So um, do you want to just uh, just introduce yourself and say what you do here at Hope? Um, yeah, I'm Aaron, Aaron and I'm the caretaker, really, at Hope. I just look after the building. Yes. 
and do the cleaning and, and painting jobs and stuff. Well, you do much more than that. Yes. <laughs> That's your job description. So, Aaron, you've been looking at James, yes. chapter two. Do you want to share some of the thoughts you've got? And yeah. From there? Yeah. Um, well, when you, James tells us in verses 14 and 17 uh, that being a person of faith isn't just about praying and hoping God will do something about it. It's also about feeling compassion. Uh, and for, and it's also about feeling compassion for people and to act when we see someone in need. So, and when we've been talking about this, Aaron, mm. one of the things I asked you is, how did, how did you become compassionate? Um, well, compassion was part of me from birth. It's, it's, it's part of my original design. But with things that I got involved with in life, I lost my compassion. Everything was about me. But since finding faith, things have changed. I've got my compassion back. Uh, I just want people to be the best they can be, really. And you brought your original design with you. Yeah. I thought it'd be great if you could just share some of those. So we were talking about original design, folks, on the live stream. Chris mentioned it. We've got it coming up. It's, it's where we ask God about how is someone designed. And so Aaron, when he first got connected with Hope, had his original design done. People yeah. prayed for him. And, and here are some of the things that they shared to you. Um, well, there's just two things I'll read out. Um, I saw a picture of you as a shepherd looking after a flock of sheep. You were kind and gentle as you care for the sheep, very watchful over their need, but protective and strong when needed. Real sense of peace as you do this. Um, and the other thing... A man with a heart of compassion for others. So that's yeah. just two, two points. Thank you. And what I just want to mention here, Church, is that <clears throat> what Aaron shared in his first point is that before he came to faith, came to know Jesus, his original design actually was completely covered over. Yeah. Uh, and almost like he, he was living in the opposite way. But as, as he came to faith and, and journeyed with God, it was his original design was uncovered and and you sort of always recognised it, but it was it was distorted, and yes. now you're no, I've sort of, grown into it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, next, do you want to share your next point? Oh yes, James tells us we have opportunities every day to help someone. It could be in your workplace, it could be a family member, a neighbour, or even a stranger. James says, as a people of faith, we need to be vigilant to people's needs and then to act. Brilliant. So. Again, when we were talking about this, the question I had for you was, how do you know who to help? Because you can't help everybody. So how do you know who to help? It's a feeling deep inside. It's it's like a gut feeling. Sometimes your head might be saying something else, but I've learned to trust that feeling. Yeah. And and how do you help to grow that gut feeling or your sensitivity to that gut feeling? Um, It was just after I got filled with the Holy Spirit in 2013. Yeah. And, we, and so that gut feeling is, the so church, that gut feeling is, is sort of the way that God guides Aaron, is he gets a feeling in his gut and he thinks, oh, I need to stop and, and help this person or that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So could you tell us a story of a time when you've sort of followed that gut feeling? Yeah, um, when I first found faith, um, one day I just had this feeling, it was really, I was overcome with it really, that I had to buy someone a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't know who, so, so yeah, sorry. That's right. So I didn't know who, so um, I still, I went and bought the gift, and it was a couple of tickets for a show in in, in, in town, and um, 
I bought a ticket, but I didn't have a clue who they were for, but I prayed for it for about a week. And then one day I was just sat, sat there watching TV and this light bulb went off in my head and the names Chris and Alice jumped in there. And so I passed the, t- the tickets to them. Um, and about a week later, I was rewarded um, with more than the money that I paid for, for, for the tickets. So, and what I love about that story is that there's a bit of a gap between yeah. when you got that gut feeling. Yes, I, I just knew. You knew you needed to buy someone a gift. Yeah. But it took a little while before you knew who it was for. Yeah. And sometimes there's a bit of a, a delay between these things. Yeah. Um, sometimes it might be an immediate, you know, I've also heard stories from you when you've known immediately you need to give to help somebody yes. right in front of you. But sometimes there's a delay as well. So I just want us as a church to remember that, that if we have a gut feeling for something, but we don't know who to give it to, if it's a gift or we want to be generous and we feel God saying, hey, I want you to act in this thing, just just be faithful and he will reveal who in good time. And that's something to be encouraged by from that, that point from Aaron. So Aaron, anything else from that you want to share? from the passage uh yes if i'm not sure on something i'll pray for guidance um but as i said earlier i've learned over time to trust that gut feeling Mm -hmm. the way i look at it if it is from god then that's great there's a reason for it Mm -hmm. if it's not then that's all right as well because i've blessed someone yeah and james says that's what we're called to do yeah and i really love that point because the, the worst outcome yeah. is you do good. Yes. And the best outcome is you heard God and you act from it. Yeah. So it is, by definition, a win-win. Yes. All right. Could you pass me a drop of water? Maybe? I can pass you some water, my friend. The water's getting dry. I know what that feels like. Mm. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Carry on. Any, anything else? Um, yeah. In verses 15 and 16, James urges us to take special concern for the vulnerable or marginalised. And this is something here at Hope that that we really value. And Aaron, it's something that is very close to your heart as well. And if you don't know, Aaron is involved with leading the Winter Night Shelter, which we're coming to last night tonight. Yes, I've had a a year off this year. Have you? Okay. But previous years, you've been running it for three, three, four years? Four years. Four years. So I just wanted you to share maybe the story of how you got involved, how God um, led you to be involved with the Winter Night Shelter. Yeah. um, Well, about seven years ago, I was in London. And I heard a pastor talking about how he'd, he'd opened up his church as a night shelter. And at the time, I thought, oh, that's brilliant. So I come back to Hope Church, and I shared that. And I said, you know, to, to a couple of people, this is what Hope should be doing. It's a big, empty building mm-hmm. at night, and it should be put to use. Um, but then it sort of went to the back of my mind. Um, then about three years later... Uh, the group, a group of people had got together somewhere and worked out a plan, and that was to get seven churches to work together as a night shelter. Mm-hmm. Um, each church was doing one night a week. Hope was going to be involved. And I was asked by Chris if I would be the coordinator for Hope. Um, I said yes, but I had doubts. I thought I was going to be out of my depth. I'd go to meetings and organize lots of stuff. I hadn't done anything like that before. There was a lot of work to be done using a computer. My computer skills was nil at that time. But God provided the right people to help me. And with the support of the church, we got it done. Mm. And now it's grown from, from seven churches to about 16 churches. Yeah. 
the first year was for four weeks, and now it's for three months. Yeah. So just over. It's incredible. Isn't so, it? yeah, it's, you know, God is good. Yeah. And, <laughs> and what I love about that story both is, is I think often when, when we read James and we think about, okay, it's about us doing good, we think it, it doesn't affect us very much, that we, we just give, we give generously or we help somebody in need. But actually, what the story Aaron shared there is, Actually, in, in God's leading of him in helping the vulnerable or helping those in need, it actually challenged and grew Aaron as a person. It, it pushed him out of his comfort zone. And I think that what we need to realize is that, is that the way that God wants to refine us as people is through our good deeds. It's not separate from our character growth and our kind of journey of developing as people. And again, in Aaron's story there, there's that delay between the initial kind of word of, of being excited by what his pastor was saying yes and then it was a number of years later before the opportunity yeah and sometimes you've just got to you just got to put a put a kind of word on the shelf and remember it and then in time it will come back and yes, and come precisely. to fruition yeah. yeah and that delay can be hard because you don't know initially you don't know what to do with it yeah yeah. You just gotta wait, don't you? Yeah, and that's the hard bit. That's the hard bit, <laughs> just waiting. But also, because as people, we want it straight away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I loved it that you shared it with a few people. Yeah. And I think that's really helpful because then they can remember too. So yeah. I think you said one of the people you shared it with was Silas. Silas was with me when we were uh-huh. the pastor. Yeah, so, and, 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 and probably Chris me. actually. And Chris. Yeah. So then, when this opportunity comes up later, Chris goes, "Hang on a minute." Yeah. Aaron shared this word with me that all this sense he had three years ago or a couple of years ago. Yeah. I'm going to see if this, this connects with him. So sharing these senses with people ahead of time actually can help them to kind of propel us into kind of a word of God or something that God's leading us to by them remembering the word. So yeah. some really important things that Aaron's sharing there that I think are really helpful. So any final thoughts, Aaron? Um. James tells us in verses 24 and 26, he expects us, people of faith, to work for the benefits of others in need as a result of placing faith in Christ. We are challenged to work out our commitment to Christ in our daily activities. So I see this letter really as an instruction on how we as Christians should be, should be a... Brilliant. I'm going to just read that point. Again, that whole point, just read it again, because I want us to really hear what you're saying. James tells us in verses 24 and 26, he expects us people of faith to work for the benefit of others in need as a result of placing faith in Christ. We are challenged to work out our commitment to Christ in our daily activities. So I see this letter as an instruction on how, how we as Christians should behave towards other people. Brilliant. Thank you, Aaron. So I'm going to ask Aaron to pray for us in a minute. But firstly, I just wanted to say, Aaron, that we as a church, we recognize this in you. And that's why I invited you to speak on this and share your thoughts, because we really see you as somebody who lives out their faith in their good deeds. And you're really leading us as a church in that. So we wanted to say thank you for the way you do that. Well, you've got a partner. Thank you. All right. Well, so church, Aaron's going to pray for us. So why don't you get ready to receive... Over to you, Aaron. Father God, I give thanks to you for the grace you have shown me, for the compassion you have given me, for the way you work through me. Father, I lift up the people of Hope Church to you. I pray that you make us more compassionate for the needy, for the vulnerable, and for the marginalized. I pray that you bless us and open our eyes, our ears, and our hearts more and more so that we can see people's needs in our everyday lives. 
And Father, I cry out to you to work through us and to act for the benefit of others. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Aaron, thank you so much. Yeah, really, really special. Um, do put people put some comments, put some encouragements for Aaron in there, share some things that spoke to you through what he said. Um, but thank you, mate. You, could, you are released from the, thank from you. the spotlight. <laughs> so, you know, just fantastic to have Aaron come and speak to us. He really is leading us and it is a, is a kind of a trendsetter in our church for how we live out our faith in good deeds. So, um, do listen back to that talk. I think there's probably a real mileage in listening to that two or three times and really just listening to the points that Aaron had because they're just direct reflections from the scripture. But I can tell you, he literally lives them out. So please do that. Chris, I'll hand over to you and we'll wrap up. Thanks, Aaron and Andrew. I remember to take my mask off and take my coat off when I come onto the camera. There we go. Uh, but yeah, really rich. Thank you. And... Uh, as, as, as everyone said in the comments, and Andrew said, really inspiring, isn't it? It's a this simple life of following Jesus. We just do what he says, and we trust our lives to him. And uh, so, yeah, we just say again, Lord, we do that now. We just respond to, to Aaron. We, we trust our lives to you. We recognize that in, in you is life, in your death, and in your resurrection is everything that we need to do life. We recognize that our old nature, our old person needs to die, and we are born again into this this new life and this new the design that you intended from the beginning and that's good and we step into that amen great so we'll finish our live stream here i've just put into the comments again um uh, the links be great actually if you could sign up now to be if you've been on a prayer team for original design prayer love you to join us join us again in that hopefully we're meeting some people that you haven't met before from outside the church people who aren't aren't yet followers of Jesus, we'd love, we'd love those people to come and join us and, 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 and just receive the, the gift of, um, of hearing uh, from God for them. So uh, if any of you are there, who, you know, you're exploring who Jesus is, what it, what, it, what it is to be a Christian, then we'd love to, love to pray for you. It's a really exciting and encouraging time. And uh, can, you know, it should only be a good experience for you. And if, you, and if you've been part of these prayer teams before, then, then please sign up. It's really helpful, you know, organization, if you can do that as soon as you can. The link is just there uh, in the comments. And we're going to finish our live stream. We're going to have it from about quarter to uh, 12. Uh, the Zoom will open. And again, the, the links to that are further up in the comments there. And that's a great chance for us to see each other face to face and have a chance to pray together uh, or just encourage each other or just, just chat. And again, please join us if you're new to Hope. Uh, we'd love to we'd love to meet you. Great, we'll finish there.